0: Welcome back to the Youth Out Sports podcast. We've got uh, our usual crew again, Bart, Lucas, Aiden, Wyatt. Let's get straight into it. We're going to do we're going to we're going to play the roles of some teachers in the NBA, and we are going to be assigning some off-season homework. Every player has an aspect of their game that they need to work on, and let's assign some homework and we'll pick a weakness of a player and prescribe some solutions to fix said weakness. You already knew this was coming. Number one, Ben Simmons, and of course, Lucas is going to be the teacher, as he is a a teacher in real life, too, so go ahead and take it away. Former, well, former (laughs) slash current. Slash current,
1: I have two more weeks of summer school left (laughs) that I have to teach. But, uh, you know, as a teacher, I I wasn't a huge homework guy. Kids have got to be kids, you know. But when I did, I always made sure it was meaningful. And for Ben Simmons, I designed a whole program for his summer, in a sort of choose-your own adventure way. So, you know, step one—it's it's one step, and then a yes and a no, and his you know homework based on where the answer is yes or no. So my first assignment to Ben is to practice improving your jump shot and free throws. It's a pretty simple assignment. It's the one I think we would all give him because so glaring are his weaknesses in those two areas that it essentially costs the Sixers a trip to the eastern conference finals he was not confident in his ability to shoot free throws so he would pass up open looks and everything like that and that more than anything else i think really just sapped the confidence out of him and out of the team and hurt the sixers so he's got to work on that this offseason And i know that's hard and i know that's difficult And i know there's probably so much of a mental block that he has towards doing that now that it's gonna be like difficult for him to improve but if he's ever going to be like a true number two for the Sixers and not sort of regress into like some team's Draymond role which is an important role but it's like (laughs) not as not what he was expected to be he's just got to learn how to at least be competent in those areas so it's like a, a like a threat and teams like treat it with respect um so if he does this good job Ben yes his second homework assignment is please don't post any videos of them and get the fans' hopes up just to get let down again. Every single offseason since he's been in the NBA, there's always, like, like secret cam gym video footage of, like, Ben Simmons that gets, like, <laughs> leaked, quote-unquote, by, like, someone from his team of, like, he's fixed it, like, it's better. And I just don't want to do that. Like, I just want it to be a, a nice surprise instead of getting my hopes up again. But, Ben, if you fail to turn on that assignment, if you don't practice improving your jump shot and your free throws – Your assignment is to open up your phone find the maps app of your choice you can use apple maps you can use google maps you can even use Waze, and just type in philadelphia international airport and buy the cheapest ticket out of there because (laughs) i absolutely do not want him on the sixers if he's not going to put in the effort and the time to improve the weaknesses in his game
0: well done though that was a well-crafted assignment I like that. I, did, I
1: I am now a as of Sunday a master of
0: education. So, you know. There you go. <laughs> I am qualified. There you go. Doesn't take much, folks. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Congrats. Congratulations. Ooh. Um let's go let's move on to Wyatt. Who's your who's your player and what's their offseason homework?
2: I'm taking Paul George aside and I'm gonna put him underneath my 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 media <laughs> wings because I think Paul George has to work on his comments to the media. <laughs> he, nobody does more damage to Paul George than Paul George because he, the other, uh, probably about, a, I want to say a, oh, a couple weeks ago now, it's been a while since the Clippers played, he was asked, do you believe that you're being picked on more than other stars? And he said, absolutely. And I think the reason why Paul George gets picked mm. on is because he likes to throw out quotes that are easy <laughs> to pick apart. Mm-hmm. I was shocked to believe that playoff P came from Paul George. He made that nickname up. He gave that himself. Uh, I thought that, that was something that popped up in the media. And then I was reminded that Paul George gave himself that nickname. And then he fell short. Paul George said that the like, that the Clippers were not championship or bust. Well, they busted. And he was like, what? And they're supposed to be like, whatever. Paul George said that Doc Rivers was the reason why he wasn't playing well. When in fact, he just wasn't playing well. So pair, couple all of those together. And of course, you're going to pick on Paul George. So next this time next year, Paul when you or when you go into the season, stop saying things to the media. Just give the generic sports answer and move on. Stop trying to boost yourself up try stop trying to lower the expectation and just play some basketball and just be like we had a good game, and you know we I have to give it up to my teammates or we had a bad game, I have to play better and those are your two answers for the rest of the year. You can use those. I won't charge you Paul. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, nice oh. Uh, i'm up next. i'm up next i'm giving some homework out to to our boy jimmy buckets down in miami um the uncreative answer the obvious answer maybe is the three-point game i'm actually gonna say conditioning jimmy butler surprisingly has only played 70 or more games twice uh in a season and one of those seasons was his second season in the league especially when you think of jimmy buckets being like he's a gamer and he's like on this young team full of like gritty players that are just gonna like band together and stuff the lasting image of of the heat from the bubble is is Jimmy dripping in sweat and like hunched over the basket at the end of the finals and like mm-hmm. the game that they lost that's kind of my lasting image of the heat from that year so I think it's working hard in conditioning working hard in the weight room so that he's not getting injured can play a full season and be like well rested and ready to go for the playoffs I think that'll do them a lot of good the heat could be some major players in the offseason market like we'll we'll see what happens Second thing, too, acting. I'm not sure if any of you saw the Jungle Cruise commercial, uh, but he did not do a good job acting in that. He, you've got to think about the second act, you know? Uh, there you go, Jimmy. I'm going to go watch it next. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's pretty funny. The animation's also not good, but whatever. Uh, Bart, who's your player in homework? Uh,
3: my player is Giannis. Uh, this is going to sound very similar to what Lucas was saying about Ben Simmons. Um, Giannis needs to learn. Primarily, my thought was free throws, but also jump shots, as Wyatt has alluded to repeatedly today. <laughs> um, excuse me. In our previous episode.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: um. So, yeah, I just like... Free throws are super, super, super frustrating me because they are literally the most basic basketball skill that any player can have. Like, two of the most um, prolific free throw shooters ever, Steve Nash and Steph Curry, have both talked That's about how literally the way they practice, they just put up tons and tons of practice shots. How hard can it be, Giannis? Get into the gym this summer. Get there. <laughs> literally do nothing else but shoot free throws. Even if they win the finals this year, which they very well might. All the more you want to practice this because the Nets are going to come back next year all healthy, presumably. The Sixers Mm -hmm. might come back reloaded. If you want to defend your title, people know this is your biggest flaw, is your shooting and your free throws. He's shooting like under 60% in the playoffs right now. God awful. So, Giannis, please, just put in the time. I I believe truly that it's a question of putting in the time because these are the most basic skill. What's up, Wyatt?
2: Can I add to that very quickly? His (coughs) shot... His form looks broken. When you just take a still frame of Giannis about to shoot and shooting, it looks broken. And I think that he's just gonna have to find a shooting coach to completely start his form all over. Because I think that's probably what the problem is that he just he looks funny doing it. <laughs> I Giannis,
3: forgot to mention go his, his second warm up thing. Go, yes. Yeah,
4: true. Go <laughs> underhanded, please. Just <laughs> <laughs> honestly. That's like just start over. Just begin anew. It's 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 the option here. Um,
0: yeah what's is that your homework assignment for your mystery player you in that is not yeah <laughs>
4: no i'm I, Giannis has enough on his plate okay he he's, does yeah um he's got a, a pretty he's taking 18 load credits terms of course exactly exactly <laughs> he's an overachiever what can we say um but i'm gonna go for another overachiever jokic um he's elite in a lot of ways not on defense um you've seen that bod uh, he's way slimmer, less dad bod than he used to be. Um, so we're, we're proud of Jokic for that. We really are um, as part of the You Thought Sport podcast. But, um, and he's like has a good basketball IQ, always has. Uh, but around the rim, he's not much of a ter- of a deterrent. Um, he just doesn't have the athleticism, the hops, whatnot needed. He has a low block rate. Opponents shoot 63% of the paint against them, which is above average. Um, not great defense. So he needs the quickness to close out on guys also when he's switched on to non-bigs. So I I want Jokic in the gym doing box jumps, working on that explosiveness. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, We need to to see Jokic next year. He's not only you know um, great on offense, but a guy who's swatting the hell out of guys on defense. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: Yep. All right, I like that. Let's back to the top, Lucas. What's your homework assignment for Alex Caruso?
1: (laughs) I said he needs to hit the books. Do a little bit of legal research <laughs> and, and learn about the places where you can smoke or possess marijuana legally and learn that those places do not include an airport in a state where marijuana is legal <laughs> because our man was recently arrested on uh, marijuana-related charges for having uh, drug paraphernalia. They, they picked up drug paraphernalia like in his carry-on. And he was going through the airport like it showed up on the thing and then there was also drugs in there so you know not the smartest move from alex caruso not a great career move um and he can smoke legally in california where he plays so it's not like he even you know needs to be making these mistakes so <laughs> do better alex the lakers yeah. need you yeah.
0: they do need
2: him actually i have a better one get a scapegoat <laughs> get a fall guy I, I yeah. my You're He's got a whole
4: posse, you know. Uh-huh. Yeah. We all want to be part of Alex Crusoe's squad. The, we would the all Caruso the crew, even exactly. exactly. that's what they call
2: themselves. <laughs> the Caruso. <laughs> mm. ah.
0: Mm-hmm. Ah. Wyatt, what's your what's your next off What's your next player in their offseason homework?
2: All right. So this one is more hands-on basketball. I'm taking Dame. I'm talking to him. We're both in Portland. So I might run into him at some point. And I think that not he, it would be disrespectful to say that he should model his game around Steph Curry. But I do think that he should do some things that he does as in off ball movement. I think if you, he, he starts to move off the ball and he allows some of his teammates to shot create, let's hope let, I'm assuming that they get a guy who can help add to their offense this off season. And that way uh, he, if he starts moving off the ball, he becomes even far more unstoppable than what he is already Because that's Steph's biggest asset Steph is a small guy Steph isn't physically imposing yeah. He can shoot the ball incredibly He's the greatest shooter we've ever seen But he also runs around Allows uh, the coaches to design good plays for him Screens, off-ball screens Moving around, get wide-open shots Far more efficient And I think that that would go a long way For Dame To to start to work on more off-ball movement And, and think about adding that into his game Yeah mm-hmm.
0: That's a good point. Well-spoken. My second and final player that I'm giving offseason homework to is Donovan Mitchell. To make the next step to superstardom, he's got to improve that clutch gene, right? Don't get me wrong, Mm -hmm. Mitchell made some really crazy layups uh, and close-range shots late in games uh, in that series against the Clippers, but uh, I also remember him missing the rim on some pretty wild three-pointers. Uh, early in the shot clock uh, early in the shot clock as well so here's some stats too from clutch points that I got Donovan Mitchell shot 35.6% in the fourth quarter of these playoffs which was 150th in the league by comparison someone like Kawhi Leonard shot 67% in the fourth quarter so it was like a 32 point per, uh, a 32 percentage, percentage points point. difference which is crazy so he's got to develop that clutch team what well, you got to learn from the black mamba, right? And by that I mean at his home gym shooting three-pointers with a black mamba guarding you. That's the most high-pressure situation I can think of, an NBA finals game will be nothing compared to the pressure of, of 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 a venomous snake defending you. So Mitchell, this is not an endorsement clearly, don't do that, but I had fun with that one, so. Bart off-season homework for your boy Carl Anthony Towns. What is it?
3: Yeah, so I don't really, I don't have stats to support this one like you do. This one's a little bit more abstract. I want Cat to try to address the softness this summer. <laughs> I'm not talking physically. I don't think he's chubby, although losing, you know, getting a little bit more chisel doesn't hurt. I'm talking about <laughs> mentally. He still seems so soft to me. It's weird because he's been in the league for six years. And he still is like, he's timid defensively. He seems like he doesn't love getting you know, in contact with people, grinding for rebounds, things like that. It's strange to me that Anthony Edwards, who I'd like to remind all our listeners who probably aren't aware of this, he was just a rookie this year. <laughs> he's being touted by many people as the leader of the team already. So, Kat, my, my suggestion to you, go get yourself beat up this summer. I'm saying go go do some like mixed martial arts. Go let somebody throw a roundhouse kick on you. We will go. to so, like, fight it with this.
4: I will why, it, call we'll, Anthony uh, Towns. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Why? this yes. yes. The first volunteer. You
3: know, <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I think I think it would probably be helpful if he did some like f- like actual physical contact, violent type stuff. Get himself used to being in pain a little bit more. And then in basketball, kind of like what you were saying, Jared, with the snake. Basketball would be. Trivial at that point, yeah. Mm-hmm. so yeah, work on that for me, please. I like we, that one. We need the playoffs for once,
4: yeah. <laughs> Wyatt misses the days of like mercenaries and being just a high. <laughs> yeah. You, know, you missed your calling, bud. Like, a couple yeah. hundred years too late, but anyway, <laughs> we,
1: we just need to like keep titling episodes. I will fight, their hands, exactly. and someday somebody will. We'll take it us out. up on that.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Don't do anybody too <laughs> intimidating though. In yeah. case they do take us up on Conor McGregor, it. Connor McGregor, he... I don't know, he might be in the market, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I don't know.
2: Probably <laughs> so, but... <laughs> <Yeah, inch. Yeah, laughs> that he found a
1: six eleven two forty eight. Yeah, that's I'm trying to like I don't know about that one. I don't
0: know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, our last homework assignment we're dishing out. Summer school basically a summer school assignment, right? Aiden, yes. who, who's your player and what's their off season homework?
4: Uh, I'm going Trey Young. Um it's um to buy a comb or a brush or something oh! it just like look like you mm-hmm. didn't just roll out of bed like, <laughs> every time. There's some brutal tweets about Trey Young's hair. Um, encourage listeners to look them up. But um, one of <laughs> one in particular, Trey Young's hair looks like the stuff that gets caught in the shower drain. Um, which is pretty, oh. pretty rough. Oh, um, that is well. rough. Trey it could be a good looking guy. So I like just you know do something with it. Uh, but my yeah. actual homework for Trey um is. Like become like an actually like elite shooter. Uh, I feel like like Trey Young. I mean, we've already seen him take over games. Uh, he's clearly an elite playmaker. Uh, but for a guy who's like a shooter, he's not that great a shooter. He shoots thirty five percent from three. He hasn't really shown improvement since he joined the league in that. Um, so I, like imagine Trey if he's you know shooting forty percent from three. Like that's when he's gonna reach the the Steph Curry level if he gets there. You know like. There's too many nights where Trey like has a heat check and you know those games where, where Trey struggles and goes, you know, you know, eight for twenty-four or something. Uh, the Hawks are a lost cause at that point. Um so he's gotta become, I think, a, a more consistent long-range shooter to become like the true superstar because he's capable of it. Um he's just I don't know. I think that's like a little bit of a of a gap in his game.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, those are good points. If if these players are listening, they're all going to be all NBA, right? Mm-hmm. First team. Mm-hmm. No, I'm just kidding. That, that probably doesn't work yeah, for West yeah. and East. So that, that, yeah, 10 yeah. There yeah. are 10 players. <laughs> 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 anyway, we're going to conclude this episode with our dream sports vacations. It's that time of the year again. Americans are starting to travel and take their summer vacations. It got me thinking, if you had a weekend trip where you had Friday to Monday off, and an unlimited budget, so we're just dreaming. What would be your ideal like sporting event trip slash vacation? So the rules are that the timing has to work. So you can't see a pre- Premier League game in August and then fly back to the Lakers game that same night. One, because you can't you can't make that flight probably. Two, the Lakers aren't playing in August, right? Games can be a hypothetical matchup, but they um, the timing still has to work again. Therefore you have to take into account the city, its tourist attractions, the weather, food, time of the year, and how many different sporting events you could potentially see in one weekend, if that is a factor for you. So, Aiden, why don't you start us off? What is your dream sports vacation?
4: Um, I'm gonna say that it is last weekend um in London. <laughs> you're you're in London. Um and you've got you've got a pretty good weekend ahead of you. It's it's Saturday. Yeah. It's Saturday. Um, you know mid-afternoon you're gonna head over to Wimbledon you're gonna get your strawberries and cream um, you get your <laughs> mm-hmm. Pims number one which we all know is a lemony gym, gin drink um, that oh. actually sponsors the you thought sport podcast um, mm-hmm. so that is the official uh, beverage mm-hmm. of the you thought sport podcast um, and you're gonna We're all drinking a- one right exactly we are all yeah exactly mm-hmm. um, and you're gonna watch Ashley Barty the world number one win the women's Wimbledon final uh, and you're gonna rest up because because Sunday's a big day. You got you got some stuff going on. Um, you're gonna run it back. You're gonna get another Pim's number one. You're gonna watch Djokovic dominate mm-hmm. Federer and Nadal for most titles ever. Um, and you know you you check your watch at the end as you know Djokovic is on the floor looking up at the heavens, proud of his accomplishment. Uh, mm-hmm. But you've got places to be. Um, it's 5:40 p.m. Um, in in London. Uh, you've got to get to Wembley, which is across town um for the EPM match start and as we all know from Wimbledon you're going to take the district line of the tube to West Brompton <laughs> like that's clear you're going to get on platform four you're going to take the southern line to Wembley Central Station um you look at your watch then it's at 652 you've still got over an hour until uh match start you've got time to go to the pub obviously um mm-hmm. you know you're, you've already had some PIMS number ones uh, you're going to down a few more pints um, and despite downing a few more pints, once you actually get to the Euro final, you're the, the most sober person there. Um, and so you, know, you, you, you get there for kickoff, you watch a wild match, we go to penalty kicks. Um, you see a, you know, the Euro final match ends at 11 PM, but your night's not over. Okay. You, the, the NBA finals start in two hours. Um, it's, it's, it's. it's, it's <laughs> It's at, you know, at 7 p.m. Central Time in Milwaukee, Boeing has asked you specifically to try out the Mach 5, which travels at about 3,800 oh, miles per hour, oh, or roughly five times the speed of sound.
2: Um, you know, they say
4: it's in the design phase. They say it's not going to be ready until 2040. But that's just talk. Like, Come on, you're in the know. They let you in on this. Mm-hmm. You land in Milwaukee two, in, uh, two hours, 15 minutes later. Um, you're sitting courtside by the start of the second half. Um, mm-hmm. And you get to watch a, a good win for Milwaukee. You know, be there for that that home crowd, that energy. You get to watch Giannis be a, a true number one. Um, <laughs> shout out Marcus. in person. Um, exactly. Um, and then yeah, then then you can go to sleep. That's the end of, end of your weekend, but a, but a pretty good one, I would say.
0: Thank you for going all out on that yeah. detail. Yeah. I really that was incredible. That. <laughs> also, can I want to point out yeah. the fact. That Aiden was the one, was one of the people that suggested we do a weekend trip because it wouldn't get too crazy. And that got pretty crazy. <laughs> that was crazy? Excuse me? Can yeah. you look at the with jet You're not going from London to Milwaukee in one trip. Not with that attitude, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I was do it said, time, yeah. You're not in the
4: know. Got to, you're
0: yeah. just uh-huh. not. Yeah. Oh
4: Bowen's not asking you. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Bowen never, <laughs> never <has any. laughs> You get sleep on the plane. You, know? yeah,
3: you exactly. avoid that whole thing. And not you get exactly. sleep on the plane. Autopilot. Okay. okay, it's yeah. better than no sleep. <laughs> yeah, yeah but I wanted. It's.
0: It, it's... What well, <laughs> I understood
3: Aiden to <laughs> mean is that he's flying a plane. <laughs> <laughs> Like,
1: was, like that, but. Is the plane waiting for you outside Wembley? Like, does it descend onto the field? It's does taking off to, from like, the
4: field. It's one of those, like, vertical takeoff planes. This is the future. Right? <laughs> <laughs> we're, just, we're taking off from the center of the plane. This is the future. Right. Of I was going to say,
1: <laughs> like, it's if you had to get... weekend
4: <laughs> Exactly. Because if
1: you had to get to Heathrow or something like that, like, yeah, that's no, a, at no, a time
4: no, on your trip, a like... Crap, yeah. <laughs> Uber to Heathrow, All yeah. right
0: let's see if lucas is more grounded what's your what's your dream <laughs> making? literally i feel so inadequate
1: life? i've never felt more insecure about a vacation i've planned it just oh, absolutely pales in comparison i'm a man of simple pleasures my my life mantra is if you do simple things well you succeed and that is what i've done <laughs>
0: I've never heard you say that. That's my first time here.
1: <laughs> and my simple thing I'm doing well is I'm going to World Cup final. Somewhere cool. Somewhere huge on soccer. I'm thinking maybe Italy, maybe Argentina, maybe Brazil, Spain, France, London. I'll get to where it is at the end. Of I'll build up anticipation, build my theory for the case of why I'm going here. So you watch soccer, you watch the World Cup final, The scenes are always wild. I think it's a communal experience unlike anything Mm -hmm. in sports that exists. Everybody from the same country is sharing in a moment. You don't get a lot of moments like that in history where everybody in the same country is like together. And imagine getting to experience collective joy, exhilaration of doing that with 80,000 of your best friends in a stadium. I can't imagine (laughs) anything better. I personally love soccer. I think the fans are probably the most passionate in the entire world of any sport. Um, people are so invested and like, sometimes it is obviously to a detriment. So I am rooting for whoever's country I'm in to win because like, I read this whole book on soccer fandom about like after the Euros in 1990, like England lost and like the fan just broke out into the streets, and, like broke stuff and smashed stuff. So, you know, or, 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 or <laughs> like they destroyed Rome, I think, or whatever city they were in. So it's like, we're, we're going to have to pick carefully. Also, the World Cup happens once every four years. So it's way more special than something that happens occasionally. And I think especially being in a soccer-crazy country would elevate the whole experience. But it's got to be in a soccer country that's interesting, that's fun to visit, that's going to host you well, and one where I've never been before. And so I'm going to pick Rio de Janeiro. I'm thinking a great Mm. World Cup final in Rome. In Rio, you go. You go to the beach. You go experience just everything that Rio has to offer. You make your way in at night. England is playing France in the World Cup Final. They come out on top. They avenge all the losses in World Cups that they've had since 94, and you're just there. And there is absolutely no better place in the world to party after a World Cup victory than Rio. So <laughs> my world, and so and then I just get to experience the city. So one weekend in Rio, World Cup Final, Brazil beats France, that's the way you gotta go.
0: <clears throat> I like the, I like like the a, specificity yeah. with the Brazil-France yeah. too. Mm. That's good. You got to visualize, you know. Exactly. <laughs> Put
1: yourself there.
3: So I also wanted to try to accomplish a Europe to United States trip like Aiden. Unfortunately, I failed <laughs> with my with my constrained, limited worldview. I didn't imagine <laughs> taking a Mach five. Embarrassing. I actually but... i looked into i looked into commercial flights. I did. I was thinking a Premier League game to mm-hmm. the Super Bowl to an NBA game, and it just didn't seem plausible. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm settling, settling for something kind of like what happened this year where um, the, the NBA Finals and uh, soccer overlapped. But I'm looking at 2026, and the reason why is because the North American countries, Canada, mm. United States, and Mexico, are hosting that World Cup. So typically the NBA schedule is different than this year. Typically the NBA Finals are done by like late June. So I had to, be, I had to unfortunately settle for a World Cup game that's not the final. But it is possible, so I'm thinking basically mid-June sometime. You don't know exactly what the schedule's going to be yet. I don't think they've decided which stadiums will host, but there's a number of American stadiums that are hosting. So I could catch a World Cup game in Los Angeles and then go watch the Lakers, if they're in the finals. Theoretically, they might still be. Maybe catch a game in Dallas and see Luka Doncic tearing it up at the map still. Mm-hmm. Maybe the Sixers are looking good and I can catch a game in Philadelphia. I like this trip because there are options. You don't have to lock yourself in quite yet. But yeah, so I agree with you, Lucas, about the point that the World Cup seems particularly special because it's once every four years. So I really like that. And then, of course, an NBA Finals game is probably one of the coolest events you could go to in the States, Mm -hmm. short of probably the Super Bowl. So Mm -hmm. I'm going with Mm -hmm. those two.
0: Nice. That was also well-planned. I appreciate Mm -hmm. that. All right, is it my turn now? Okay, no. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so if I'm doing a trip... You know, I, I got to think about the sport. The sport has to be like an event where it's, it's got to be like a really big special event, right? So if I'm only doing a weekend, I'm not going to Europe or anything like that. This is this is U.S. for me. Okay, so a Red Sox-Yankees game, that's on the bucket list, but it has to be a playoff game. It'd be kind of cold and you'd be in Boston. I don't know if that's in the cards just for that weekend. I know it's going to be a big, big event, but it's flying across the country too. Baseball games rarely kind of reach that fever pitch, pun intended, of a third down in a football game. Um, Obviously, I've seen a European soccer game. It was terrifying. I felt really unsafe. There was, like, explosions (laughs) going off in the stadium. I swear to God, it was so scary. Uh, I'm never doing that again, probably. Um, Basketball, (laughs) hockey, cricket, NASCAR, cornhole aren't really big enough events for me. So that really leaves two sports for me, football and Formula One um i wanted to do something where i could see both of these in the same in the same uh trip either uh nfl and college and a formula one race so that really leaves two options which would be miami or austin the only problem with miami though is that the race is expected to be in june and no football is going to be going to be being played then right it's going to be super humid the only (laughs) game in town is going to be the marlins who could be like 50 games under 500 by that in june Mm -hmm. no no, i'm just kidding not in june (laughs) you never know (laughs) however the f1 race in austin isn't until october right in the middle of the football season so i'm going to austin all right it's the portland of the south could be a good thing could be a bad thing i don't know but generally i've heard really good things about austin great food great people uh from what i've heard that are from there um, so, so the, what you're gonna do is you're you're gonna you're gonna get in on Friday. Just enjoy the city a little, city a little bit. Maybe mm-hmm. watch some free practice of Formula One. Qualifying's gonna be on Saturday. After after qualifying, you're gonna go tailgate at the University of Texas because Texas mm-hmm. is back in this scenario. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Theoretically, hopefully, it's a game against like Notre Dame or Oklahoma, like some big game. It's mm-hmm. in October. It's probably gonna be something like what Oklahoma, Boeing, not Notre mean? Dame or bowling green that's another option yeah it's the best you got then sunday morning i'm watching the f1 race uh maybe lewis hamilton will be retired by then when i go on this trip and maybe max will and red bull won't have the greatest car and it'll actually be an exciting race um so we'll see about that i think it'd be cool to see that machinery like and just kind of hear the sounds uh in in uh in person would be pretty exciting then if I really want to get crazy, Sunday evening, I'm going seeing the Sunday night football game in Dallas. Dak Prescott mm-hmm. yeah. throwing for 600 yards against Wyatt's Giants or something this like Madden? that. It's a three-hour drive, and I'm not going to do another flight in that weekend, so I don't think that Sunday evening game would happen. But the F1 race and a game at, at Texas, I think, would be pretty sweet for one weekend. Yeah.
3: I thought Aiden's was yeah. the most ridiculous, and then you mentioned know, Texas being back. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, well. come on God. We're to why it take us home well you yours are far more detailed than mine is because I got two stops in mind I got rare events this next coming weekend on July 22nd will be or what could be game 7 of the NBA finals how many game 7s mm-hmm. do we see not many mm-hmm. but they're always mm-hmm. intense so we get a chance of a game 7 of the NBA finals between Phoenix mm-hmm. and Milwaukee Sit there. I'll sit courtside because I got the unlimited budget. I'll sit next to Drake. We'll chat it up, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I'm heading to something that happens every four years, but at least in this case, every five years in the Olympics, mm-hmm. which to kick off on July 23rd the next day. <laughs> so I get, I found a 16-hour flight to Tokyo. I can make it. I get to watch them light the torch, mm-hmm. even though they don't have fans this year. And I, <laughs> and at least <laughs> at least in that weekend. At least in that weekend, I can watch some gyna- gymnastics. They don't run the 100 meter, which is what I really like to go and watch, but I can watch some gymnastics, yeah. the archery, mm-hmm. we love a good archery match, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> totally. and and be able to see two <laughs> events in one weekend, call it a day. Good. That was
0: good. That was good detail. You yeah. got the 16 hour mm-hmm. flight. I didn't look up any flights mm-hmm. to be honest. I, I looked good. it up just
2: now. As
0: I, was <laughs> I feel
3: like the going for the hundred meter would be kind of crazy because like if you happen to be a little bit late, it's over. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, I would I would not
2: I would be too stressed, for that. <laughs> it's a great ten oh seconds. God. Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> just ten seconds so, to yeah. yeah. late. <laughs>
4: Literally.
2: But that is gonna do it for our episode. If you liked everything you heard, go ahead and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, as well as follow us on Twitter and our very interactive Instagram. Um, And uh, we'll see you next time. Thank you.